Boris Zelyev, the lead author of Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon 1, Observations of Events, from the main astronomical observatory, NAS of Ukraine, was contacted by All Things Unexplained to appear on the podcast or to answer some questions via email or phone. He has yet to respond to this request. All Things Unexplained Hosted by Dr. Mounts Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. (laughs) C.J. Derringer Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. Previously on All Things Unexplained. We're pleased to have special guest Chrissy Smith from Patriot Muscle Health, a fitness guru, a princess of the paranormal. Chrissy Smith from Patriot Muscle Health. These phantoms are moving now in the bottom layer of the atmosphere at 15 kilometers per second. That is 33,554 miles per hour. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, what sphere are we in with these? This is the bottom layer. layer? The bottom bottom layer. So our Earth's circumference is what, 25,000 miles? That sounds accurate. So this thing could get around Earth in less than an hour. Yes. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Right. If only Columbus had that, right? Or Magellan. If only Magellan. (laughs) (laughs) If only Magellan had that. So I actually, just for, you know, comparisons, I looked up some other speeds here. And an M4 carbine bullet goes roughly 2,000 miles per hour. A bullet. Space shuttle goes 17,500 miles per hour. Whoa. Okay, that's fast. Yeah. But, of course, that has to escape the atmosphere, right? Right. The Voyager 1, 38,000 miles per hour. So, you're right up there with satellite speeds, you know. Gosh, that's fast. And and ICBM hypersonic missiles, intercontinental ballistic missiles, fifteen thousand miles per hour. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's what makes them so so feared, right? Right. Is that we've got rockets taking ICBMs? We've talked about this before. Up into upper layers of the atmosphere, and then boom, they would be on you within seconds, right, or minutes. Um, and can cha- apparently change direction as they go. Super scary, but this is not even in upper atmosphere. This is in our lower atmosphere, which raises a lot of questions, right? Going 33,000 miles per hour. Holy cow. As they say, NASA, Pentagon, they're conducting studies 
So there's like, all right, well, Ukraine's going to get that too. Again, this observation of astronomical work. Uh, by the way, they're, th- this this apparently started happening as a byproduct of their normal work, which is observing meteors and space invasions of whatever kind of objects, right? It just kind of happened as a byproduct of that. They say the main feature of these UAPs, as we just talked about, are their extremely high speed and that ordinary photo and video recordings will not capture the UAPs. They talk about having to fine-tune their equipment, shutter speed, frame rate, dynamic range. Again, we talked about there's cosmics and phantoms. We talked about how they named them after birds. Phantoms are are super dark, as black as black can get. Really creepy. By the way, I, I'll just go ahead and say it. it reminds me of Star Trek. The Klingons <laughs> cloaking their ships. You know ships. I haven't seen Star Trek. Now you got to, I feel like. <laughs> I haven't either, CJ. Smitty, where are you? I know you? who Dr. Spock is. <laughs> That's okay. Live long and prosper, well, we'll just you have too. To trust you on this but, one. I, but I believe in Bigfoot, Tim. Squatch life, y'all. Live long and prosper with Squatch life. So they say both types of UAPs exhibit extremely high movement speeds. Their detection is a difficult experimental problem. Again, they're a byproduct of their main astronomical work. They use two meteor stations approximately 75 miles apart. Pretty, pretty, pretty brilliant thing. I do wonder why they only did this in the daytime, though. I, I wish they would have addressed that. I, I don't understand. Well, there's lots of things that they didn't address. Number one, they didn't tell us or speculate as to what they are. They simply told us what they're seeing, that they're seeing lots of them and that they're very fast and that there's two types. I mean, if you were to read the whole article, that's what you're going to get from it, right? There's a lot of these UAPs. They're super fast. Figured out. (laughs) So my question would be, did they start this study before the war in Ukraine or after? Do we know? No, we do not know. That's a great question. Hold on to that. I'd like to revisit that thought at the end, though, because it's kind of a pretty scary scenario and actually a shocking revelation for me. So please remind me to revisit that. I'm going to pull up figure one from the study. And again, they, as far as I know, unless you actually look the study up yourself, they didn't present any of these in, in the news. Here we see two consecutive shots of ordinary swift objects. These are the cosmics the luminous ones what are we looking at in the top figure it's a little blurry yeah i just think that's a chart the very top figure is a chart and then below that on the left and right we've we've got just two very bright objects you know could be as far as the naked eyes concerned stars i mean satellites facebook user here we go says nighttime lights mess with the camera you've got that right and, and Facebook user, you'll appreciate what the observ- main observatory in Ukraine went through to detect these. So listen to this anonymous Facebook user. <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine special observation technique. Taking into account the high speeds of the observed objects, the exposure time of their cameras was chosen so that the image of the object did not shift significantly during exposure. The frame rate was chosen to take into account the speed of the object and the field of view of the camera, 
In practice, the exposure time was less than one millisecond and the frame rate was no less than 50 hertz. Frames were record recorded in the SER format with 14 and 16 bits. I thought this was interesting. Violation of these conditions leads to the fact that objects will not be registered during observations. To determine the coordinates of the objects, the cameras were installed in the direction of the zenith of the moon. I thought that was interesting. You know what? Now that I think about it, we may have an explanation for why they did this in the daytime only. Because if you are only seeing these phantoms, these are the absolute black objects. If you're only detecting them because of Rayleigh or Raleigh scattering, light molecules bouncing or light bouncing off air molecules, would you ever see them at night? Yeah. I suppose you might not, right? That thought just occurred to me. Real quick, Christy, did you ever uncover the definition of squadron? <laughs> I did. Thank you for revisiting that. So the difference between group and squadron is that a group is a number of things or persons being in some relation to one another, while a squadron is obsolete or primarily a square, hence a square or a body of troops or a body of troops drawn up in a square. So it does seem to be hmm. sort of a military connection to the use of the term squadron, right? Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Well, in squadron, yeah. square, we've got, that makes sense. Well, you and I think, for example, you're definitely going to use the word group in relation to let's say animals, but you're going to kind of reserve the use of the term squadron for some sort of military event, right? Or military sure. cluster of objects or people, right? I don't think that you're going to use the term squadron in relation to satellites. I mean, I'm going to start using that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they do say squad goals. I mean, so... <laughs> So this anonymous Facebook user said, so is anyone else doing this with their cameras? That is a great question. And it all, I think, honestly, it all goes back to the validity of this paper. I think that people automatically dismiss it because it's from the Ukraine. I think that if this is valid, then they did provide a roadmap for detecting these objects. And my goodness, this is a valid paper. It's somebody over at NASA and somebody over at the Pentagon going, hey, y'all, where's our camera people? We got to get on this. <laughs> if this is a valid paper, I am certain that somebody over at NASA and somebody over at the Pentagon already knows <laughs> and that they also have cameras doing the exact same thing. That's right. And Facebook user says there's a delay of the reflection. They definitely talk about that. I don't know what the delay time is. Here we see figure two, a group of luminous objects of different brightness against the background of the moon. I thought this was really interesting. And I don't know, you know how sometimes you can see the moon in the sky in the daytime? Is this one of yeah. those situations? Because they do say they're only doing it in the day. So we're looking at the moon, the crescent moon, and we're looking at two objects. Is that correct? That's my understanding. Yes, we see a crescent moon in the in Maybe the picture. There's more. 
Almost like through uh, night vision goggles. Even though this is supposed in the daytime. And my eyeballs say I see a lot of bright objects in the sky. Yeah, I'm seeing more the longer I look, for sure. Yes. But again, it's supposed to be daytime, so should not be stars. Don't don't know don't know what's going on there. All right, figure this is figure three from the, the paper. A composite image with the bright swifts. These are the cosmics. Segments of straight lines are proportional to transverse speed. Kind of hard to interpret that, but there it is. Okay. Proportional to all right. Yeah, that one's kind of hard to interpret that. I'm going to bring figure seven back up because it's just fascinating. There's the monolith. That's what I'm calling it. They call it a phantom. It emits no light and absorbs all radiation or light around it. Figure eight here. Interesting. I thought was interesting. This the color charts of the phantom object. And again, this is an object with zero albedo or albedo. This means that the object is a completely black body that does not emit and absorbs all the radiation falling on it. They say we see it only because it shields radiation in the atmosphere due to Rayleigh or Raleigh scattering. I thought that was an interesting chart, interesting color line graph there. Hmm. Anonymous Facebook user says, and we only see the moon due to the reflection of the sun. That's a great point. You see what he's saying there or what she's saying there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. No. I mean, yes, I know that, but I'm not sure how that relates to the objects that we're seeing. Well, what what they're saying in the paper, they're only we're only seeing these phantoms because of the Rayleigh scattering effect, right? Oh, okay. Okay. Which might seem odd, but we only see the moon. I think they're right, you know, because of a similar situation, the light from the sun gotcha. reflecting off the moon. And and these could be the same way. Very good. I wish I knew who these this anonymous Facebook user was, but I can tell you what, based on their highly intellectual comments. <laughs> they must be related to you somehow. No, I was going to say they're no <laughs> friends of ours. <laughs> no normal no normal listeners of ours. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bama George. It could be Bama George. It may not. It may not be exhibiting its own light, just reflecting like the moon. I I totally agree. And they and they said it's, that this anonymous user is he. All right, <laughs> moving, moving on. Figure nine. Maybe it's anonymous brother. I doubt it. I, okay, I'm having some thoughts here. Okay. So let's land the plane soon so we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. You've been listening to All Things Unexplained. If you liked this podcast, please do give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. If you would like to hear more All Things Unexplained, be sure to follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Our show depends on the support of listeners like you. Find us on Venmo under the business accounts.
just look for at Bigfoot UFO. If you can't get enough of us, go ahead and check us out at allthings-unexplained.com. A special thanks to our producer, director, sound mixer, editor, and the man who wears far too many hats. No, seriously, he wears a lot of hats, Dr. Tim Mounts. Without you, we couldn't keep the lights on. Thanks for listening to All Things Unexplained.